sekalian kita uh, mulakan segmen yang seterusnya uh, dengan kita memberi satu fokus yang lebih fokus <laughs> kepada ASEAN okey Southeast Asia di mana kita akan mengambil kira filem-filem dari beberapa negara seperti Indonesia, Thailand, Cambodia dan Malaysia. Um, now of course dalam ASEAN ada There's a lot of um, countries, of course, Vietnam, um, Myanmar, Philippines, and so on. And also Singapore, of course. Our friends over in Brunei, um, etc., etc. But, of course, seperti yang kita telah bincangkan sebelum ini, we can't cover everything. Jadi, kita akan fokus kepada negara yang yang mungkin telah uh, menerbitkan filem hantu yang kita pernah tengok. Right, so that's that's the kind of stuff that that we'll be focusing on. So we're gonna head up over to Thailand, Mister Mus. Uh-huh. When was the last time you were in Thailand? Kali terakhir kau pergi ke Thailand bila? Uh, I think it's like in 2012. That was the last time. 2012. I was in, I was, that's pretty yeah, recent. 2012. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's a it was a business trip or something. Yeah, I think it's a, it was a business trip. That was my last time I went to Thailand. You travel a lot for your business, eh? It's it's very interesting. What? Yeah, I think it's not a business, lah. I mean, I work with the government, so it doesn't really fall into the business category. Well, no, the fact is, you travel a fair amount. You know, for someone who works with the government, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, before we get more serious with the episode, uh, mungkin um, tempat yang paling menarik yang kamu nak pergi um, on business, yang paling out there, yang lain daripada yang lain. Of all the country that I've been to. Yeah. I would say Thailand. Thailand. <laughs> oh, no, 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 honestly, Thailand. Yes. Okay. I, why? I mean, why? Why think, Thailand? I think Thailand is a. Uh, it's it's like. Can I check out? It's a. I mean, we talk about Southeast Asia. Hmm. We uh, we can. I mean, as as a, as a people from Southeast Asia. Hmm. I can see that many countries in Southeast Asia is pretty much the same. Yeah, every city in Southeast Asia is pretty much the same, including Singapore, KL, Jakarta. But Bangkok is like a melting pot between many, uh, I don't know, culture. It's like a, a mishmash between uh, uh, Western civilization with Asian civilizations, like everything's jumbled up hmm. and carried out this. I think if there's one word I can say about Bangkok, it's like a circus. Excellent. Bangkok is like a circus. Circus. And I can see the, yeah, and I, I can understand the charm hmm. of Bangkok and, and Thailand. And it is why it attracts a lot of people to come to Thailand because, you know, because previously when I met with uh, all this Masale, uh, when, when I went for my working visit overseas, Interesting. I'll tell you what, one word I would use to describe Bangkok, uh, maybe not Thailand as whole, sebab aku sebenarnya kalau pergi Thailand ni, I've only been to Phuket and Bangkok. Jadi mungkin tidak memberi, tidak memberikan gambaran yang um, accurate sangatlah mengenai Thailand. But one word I would pick would be um, spiritual. Sebab aku rasa macam almost everywhere I go, there's uh, a small... Um, macam nak cakap it's, it's a small kind of um, spiritual ornament di di on almost every corner macam dia boleh berhenti dan minta doa sebentar and then they go on with their daily lives yeah. apa yang that's what I say it's, it's like uh, you know, it's like a melting up it's like everything is jumbled I mean hmm. I mean Thai people in general are very modern people they, they're very trendy they're very stylish but when it comes to tradition and culture even religion or anything, you know, and 
in Buddhism, they are very, very uh, uh, strict, you know. Mm. Because you can see a shrine, a mini shrine, almost everywhere. Exactly, almost shrine. Like there you go, that's the word I was looking for. Mm. Yeah. And they, and, and they take, uh, and, and they take mm. tradition and then, uh, religion and Buddhism very, very seriously. I mean, you don't mess. I mean, you can talk any, about anything about Thailand and, and, and uh, about these people, about the, the fact that you know it's a uh, it's a heaven for man and whatnot. But don't talk about the king, uh, mm. the royalties, and also the, the the tradition and religion. Yeah, you don't talk about that. Not in a negative way, that's people. for sure. Yeah, it's very taboo for them actually. Right. Well, I tell you what, that's a good launch pad for us untuk kita meneruskan lagi dengan episod ni sebab um, of course uh, spirituality dan um, horror memainkan satu peranan yang besar uh, in in creating the effect on the audience themselves. Okay? Uh, Thailand sebenarnya uh, walaupun is situated in Southeast Asia, uh, Andy Richards dalam buku Asian Horror, okay, dia beliau telah menganggap Uh, Thailand sebagai sebahagian daripada New Asian Horror um, along with Japan, Korea and Hong Kong so this is what I find interesting right? we, we talk about um, Asian Horror dan mungkin ramai orang berfikir tentang um, kalau kita nak beri, memberi satu uh, term yang lebih spesifik, Oriental Horror kan, right? tapi Thailand boleh dianggap sebagai satu yang memberi gambaran yang, yang lain daripada yang lain if we're talking about Asian Horror right? so uh, ada beberapa buah filem seperti Shutter Nang Nak, uh, Bangkok Haunted, Art of the Devil, and Cursed Hair. Of course, I can sit here and list all the films, um, horror films ever produced by Thailand. But, Muz, any of these films you have seen? Shutter? Maybe? Uh, I've seen Shutter, Nang Nak. Hmm. And the last three, I, I mean, I, I've watched other horror films as well, like from Thailand. Okay. Uh, and I think, apa yang interesting pasal... Thailand punya horror film industry and while this and the Richard Kai is saying you know, uh, Thailand is one of the most uh, Thai horror film I think it's the most prominent in, uh, in South Asia I think because Thailand adalah negara pertama atau yang one of the earliest film yang yang embraced the concept of modern horror I mean they, they fuse uh, they try apa they have the folklore and what not hmm into the into modern setting because kalau kita tengok macam uh, prior to let's say 96 most of horror film that came from either Malaysia or so uh, or Indonesia is very much still in a very like a kampung setting or very suburban setting lah mm. I, I know maybe in Indonesia there are a lot of uh, urban setting but I think Thailand is like the first young. You know, they 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 like the 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 the, the, the J horror of ASEAN. I guess. <laughs> the the J horror of ASEAN. <laughs> T horror. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, man, the J and the T, the bentuk huruf J dan bentuk huruf T itu sebenarnya not so far apart from one another. So you know, just yeah. a curve away here and there. So I tell you what, I I do agree with you. Sebab memang Ramai orang, if they're thinking about ASEAN horror, they don't really talk about all the other countries. They do talk about Thailand, right? Seperti yang aku kata tadi lah, um, Andy Richards. And also, uh, Danny Boy or Danny Bui, I'm, I'm not so sure how to pronounce uh, his name. Jadi, um, maafkan saya terlebih dahulu, uh, Mr. Danny. Uh, beliau telah uh, menerbitkan sebuah PhD thesis uh, in his research, right? The, the title of the thesis is National Specificity of Horror Sources in Asian horror cinema. So he basically looked at a lot of um, the industries in Asian um, on the Asian continent. And just now we we use the term new Asian horror. Okay, new Asian horror largely serves as a term in menurut pada beliau to describe a genre that was coherent decades before it, great, it gained international attention. So sebenarnya genre ni memang dah wujud sebelum ni. Cuma it's called new because prior to that orang Barat ataupun orang daripada uh, negara lain mungkin mereka tidak begitu faham atau tidak begitu peka tentang hal-hal seperti ini, right? Uh, also previously we talked about uh, Buddhism, right? Um, 
you at least mention dalam konteks Buddhism uh, tentang karma di mana mereka yang telah um, um, buat dosa dulu ni, right? Um, sooner or later they will get what is coming to them. And according to him, uh, this is actually a very important factor juga, not just in J-horror but also in Thailand, right? Um, because uh, if we're talking about um, the ghosts in Thai horror, also, once again, ghosts are usually female, right? And this is a factor that is rooted in early Buddhism, which sees females as sinful and unholy. So, how about that, right? Um, there's, a, there's a very interesting quote. Uh, here's another one. Powerful female goats of J-horror are translated allegories of the marginalized female community in Thailand. Okay, so apa yang kita nampak di dalam J-horror sebenarnya banyak faktor-faktor yang sama boleh kita uh, menggunakan, boleh kita gunakan dalam konteks Thailand juga di mana uh, the female community by and large um, kalau nak bandingkan dengan uh, kaum lelaki mungkin lebih dipinggirkan. Jadi ini menjadi satu cara di mana uh, as you mentioned earlier uh, in the afterlife right um, once they are dead they can cause more harm dan mungkin mereka boleh mendapat apa yang yang mereka rasa uh, sebagai satu kepuasan yang lebih penuh lah right so uh, this, this again very interesting the the link between religion uh, and as well and 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 gender right not male but female right not other religions but Uh, Buddhism. So, yeah, you also mentioned just now about um, apa uh, modernization. You talked about how Bangkok uh, merupakan satu bandar yang yang paling menarik bagi bagi kau kerana kau rasa Bangkok tu macam ada banyak elemen yang Western dan juga Asian, right? Uh, or, or more native ni lah. So again, um, according to Danny Danny Boy, right? The process of industrialization, coupled with the institutionalization of Western thoughts, have clashed with the Buddhist beliefs in modern Thailand. So, uh, pergerakan di antara dunia baru dan dunia lama ni uh, mencetuskan satu konflik yang yang and on some level quite spiritual juga lah, right? Because you're giving up a bit of yourself to to get something new, right? Do you, Do do we see this actually um, in a lot of films, most? I mean, we talk about modern and old and whatnot. And ini berdasarkan research ya. Tapi menurut mereka lah, right? Um, dalam filem um, Shutter atau Nang Nak ke apa ke? Do we see this clash, this conflict between modern and traditional? Uh, bagi aku, uh, kalau kita tengok filem-filem seram dari Thailand. Uh, kebanyakannya menggunakan elemen konflik ni lah yang mana yang 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 mana uh, karakter kecuali uh, nangak misalkan nangak especially folklore so but dalam majority film seram Thailand aku notice that the character are always this modern uh, uh, The, the new generation of Thai people, so it's like uh, the, the 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 trademark is always uh, regardless of how modern or how cultured or how civilized you are, you always being bind or bonded or being tied down to this uh, Thai punya culture and tradition. You cannot run away from it. Yeah. Because uh, kalau kita tengok filem-filem seram Thailand kan, it always end up that they seek the help of the Buddhist monk and whatnot for the cleansing or for the exorcism, uh, exorcism punya ritual to to get rid of the ghosts. So it's like in a way, uh, it's like an indirect uh, message that says that uh, you cannot run away from your your your, your tradition and also your religion hmm. uh, it, it always portrays that I mean in the end the tradition is going is being is, is will be the one that going to help you out in terms of spiritual and whatnot. and hmm. because you can see this 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 kind of element being portrayed again and again in a lot of uh, and by horror and again 
uh, I think one of the reasons why uh, toy horror is being easily accepted uh, by horror film fans Mm. Because those who are already exposed to J horror and K horror, you know, the, the, the element is not that far off when it comes to Thai horror because they all they still use the same element, which is uh, revenge, mm. revenge, a uh, revenge uh, uh, spirit, female uh, entity as a ghost. But the difference between J horror, K horror, and uh, Thai horror is the ending in J horror is always ambiguous in K horror is always ambiguous you don't know whether uh, the character managed to uh, get rid of the ghost or not or sometimes it's always uh, uh, the character being subdued by the ghost I mean the ghost is always weird in J horror and K horror but in Thai in Thai horror uh, the ghost is always been the one that being defeated hmm. because in, in I think in Thai culture, uh, the 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 like the, the, the religion of the, the the Buddhist monk is always being represented as this element that can uh, as a powerful element that can destroy the yeah. uh, the, the, the evil the, the evil aspect of the whole uh, horror film. It's always that's why I always when we watch horror film regardless of how powerful the ghost, uh, the evil spirit is, in the end, the evil spirit cannot defeat, uh, cannot cannot win against the Buddhist monk or whatever. Because I think the, the thing is, is, is being rooted down in, in Thai culture that mm. uh, Buddhism is always being the powerful uh, entity that controls all. That's how I see it. Okay, sure. Uh, absolutely. There's a quote here by Danny Boy so aku rasa yang kita boleh uh, gunalah dalam konteks ini agak sesuai. Eh? Um, uh, the quote says, A person who has done many good deeds will be duly rewarded before he or she dies. Okay, um, By virtue of the same logic, if he or she commits crimes and causes harm, retribution will befall upon him or her. This moral equation forms the core of Asian religious teachings okay? Jadi secara umumnya Of course, uh, konsep um, Cerita atau, atau ajaran moral itu tetap ada Dalam agama Dan secara langsung uh, Kerana agama main satu peranan yang agak penting Dalam konsep horror ni is always there in horror films as well right? So, you're absolutely right okay? So, which basically means Kalau anda ingin menonton filem Uh, seram dari Thailand tuan-tuan sekalian saya cadangkan kita cari uh, a Buddhist monk dulu eh. we sit down with him uh, and we uh, him or her right can be both right uh, both right is there is there a female monk I, there should be right I, I, I don't know I'm not so sure right I tell you I, what I kita dua orang lelaki dua orang jejaka yang um, agak bijak tetapi agak bodoh tentang uh, tentang agama dan sebagainya So, in this context at least Tuan-tuan perempuan sekalian Kita tak tahu kalau ada Monk yang um, Female monk and what not But the point is Find one and then you'll be fine And, you know um, yeah. Barulah kita duduk dan tengok filem Shutter uh, And Nangnak Nangnak was scary as hell, man <laughs> and, and, and the thing about Nangnak it, it, it is not meant to be a horror film It's more like a very sad, tragic film it's a tragic love story. That's, that's Absolutely. A tragic love story. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a very, to be honest with you, it's, it's sweet in a way. You know, it's, it's, um, it's love. You know, it's, it's a story about love. Tetapi, mm-hmm. because uh, the, the context of the story places it in, in such a way, it's actually, it brings up a very interesting point that very few people have considered, you know, how how eternal or how forever really, right, can your love be? Okay, kita, we always say that we love someone forever and ever, but in this case, we're actually seeing it, but when we see it, we get scared. <laughs> so, it's yeah. it's very interesting, a, a very literal playing out of something that um, semua orang sering cakap, but don't really follow through. So, yeah, way to go, nang nak, how about that? Anyways, uh, so, that's Thailand. Uh, daripada Thailand, kita akan berangkat ke Cambodia. 
Um, so we've been talking about so many spiritual things, right? And it's all good. It's all fine. No worries. But I'm quite glad we are in Cambodia, bro. Um, not just because I, you know, I, I, I love Cambodia, the country itself. You and I, we were there uh, to attend a short film festival earlier this year. But because when we talk about the horror films in Cambodia, biasanya film-film dalam um, genre film seram di Cambodia ni, it deals with more of the real. Right? And what I mean by real, I mean the creatures ataupun the villains can actually be killed. You know what I mean? It's not so much a spiritual thing macam, again, you know, you talk about looking for a monk and whatnot. Uh, in that context, ni, the, the key films um, within the Cambodian horror context, if you like, uh, termasuklah film yang berjudul seperti The Snake King's Child, The Snake King's Wife, The Snake King's Wife Part 2, uh, The Snake King's Grandchild, The Crocodile and Crocodile Man. Um, so, Encik Muzaffar, apa pendapat anda tentang uh, filem-filem Cambodia yang suka buat sequel macam ni? <laughs> uh, I notice Cambodia, I mean, they, they, they're very, uh, they're very fond of reptiles, eh? Very fond of? <laughs> very, they are very fond of reptiles. Yeah. They're very fond of uh, pro, uh, portraying reptiles as the evil speaking. I think, uh, again, this might be influenced by the uh, by religion and tradition as well. I think uh, uh, Cambodia traditionally they, uh, they, they uh, you know Cambodians are they they Buddhists right? They are mm. Buddhists and Buddhists believe in reincarnation and I think one form of reincarnation is you can be born. Yeah, I mean, your your afterlife can be in the form of animal. Yeah, your afterlife is actually a new present life, so to speak, right? Reincarnation. Yeah, I mean, you can be reborn. Yeah. yeah, you can be reborn as an animal. Yeah. And I think they also be rooted uh, by the by the tradition. So I, I mean, I'm not very well versed in Cambodian folklore, but from what I notice, that uh, this uh, this this uh, element and animalistic element might be rooted from the from the uh, tradition and uh, tradition as well. I mean, uh, maybe if we research into Cambodian folklore, maybe we might, you know, there is possibility that we're going to encounter a lot of uh, reptiles, uh, uh, animalistic uh, reptiles element being being used uh, in other of their folklore stories. Hmm. So, you know, basically, ghost story is a folklore. Right? I mean, basically, ghost stories is a derivation of uh, urban legend and folklore and whatnot. So, and, and I think we can see the the leaning in Cambodian society where they they, they take animal quite seriously, especially with towns. If I'm not mistaken, uh, even if you go to Angkor Wat, there are a lot of, uh, uh, or maybe not Angkor Wat, maybe they have the, whatever, they have the Chandi, I don't know what you call it. Okay, sorry, sorry bro, sorry bro, uh, Angkor Wat? Angkor Wat, yeah, Cambod- uh, Angkor Wat is in Cambodia, right? Yeah, that's right. Now I'm just trying to yeah. um, tell you a lame joke, is that, uh, sorry, what? Ang- Angkor Wat? Which one again? Angkor Wat? Oh, nice. <laughs> That's that's the what? Yeah, what? <laughs> um, that's not very successful. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Uh, anchor what? I think uh, I think snake play a very major role in Buddhist uh, teaching. If I understand it. And kalau kita pergi negara-negara Khmer, Khmer countries like Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, uh, snakes uh, play like a major role. In the society, I mean, it's like you know, I think it, it can be considered as quite sacred animal as well. I think mm. in, in, in Cambodia, well, I mean, they, 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 they have a lot of animalistic element in their folklore stories, mm. which I we see a lot of their horror film have that kind of influence as well, like snake king, child, wife, king wife, 
The Snake King's grandfather. They they did they did all yeah. the film except about the Snake King maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we see this element of uh, you 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 mentioned about uh, reincarnation then. Memang benar lah dalam agama Buddhism ni. We we see how reincarnation and being reborn again menjadi satu peranan yang agak penting ya dalam konteks agama tersebut. Dan as it turns out in in the context of horror films as well, certainly Cambodian horror films, the ones that we are aware of, filem-filem seperti ini menggambarkan sedikit banyak secebis daripada budaya tersebut. The downside, if you like. Of uh, Cambodian horror, okay, um, is very limited in terms of distribution. Okay, Crocodile Man sebenarnya um, sebuah filem yang uh, berjaya atau berhasil meraih kutipan yang agak lumayan di Thailand dan juga di Hong Kong. Interestingly, um, officially speaking, the Snake King films, right, are Thai Cambodian films. Jadi kalau kau Cari Snake King, right? Um, sometimes you see it listed as a Thai horror film juga. And again, tadi kau kata uh, ada satu kaitan yang agak besar dia di antara budaya Cambodia dan Thailand dan sebagainya. So, there are similarities um, that extends itself onto the silver screen ke uh, layar perak. Um, but like I said, it's not rightly or wrongly, it's just not as well supported and exhibited For so many years, sekarang situasi itu semakin berubah kerana semakin banyak uh, tempat ataupun ruang tayangan filem-filem seperti ini uh, telah diadakan dan dibangunkan di Cambodia. Right? We were in Phnom Penh and we saw uh, a number of films at a number of different places. Right? So um, they are getting more and more cinema theaters in in different places and whatnot. But uh, may, I don't know, maybe outside Phnom Penh, it, the, the development or the Expansion mungkin uh, agak kurang. Uh, there's a quote here daripada Tilman Baumgartel. Okay, uh, beliau merupakan seorang uh, German academic yang sekarang I, I'm not sure literally right now uh, beliau ada di Cambodia. Before this, we were lucky enough to interview him. He was one of those people who uh, we interviewed for our blog, uh, for our website. <laughs> Keep saying blog. Um, <laughs> it's not a blog anymore. It's, it's a website, okay? We're proper, okay? Dot um, com and everything. And, <laughs> and but then getting more serious, right? Um, we interview a number of different people. Some of the people we interview, kita tak pernah jumpa. And Tillman is one of those people, okay? Um, and but he was very cooperative. Yeah, I became aware of him sebab dia beliau uh, terlibat dalam sebuah penerbitan uh, mengenai filem Cambodia yang berjudul Con, right? Cambodian Cinema. And uh, this is an e-magazine yang diterbitkan uh, oleh beliau dan juga pelajar-pelajar beliau di I can't remember the university, Royal Cambodian University. Uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get back to you on that. We are going to give you the right information um, in a short while. But the fact is, uh, he was involved in this publication A quote, alright, let me pick from that particular publication. Most of the once over 30 cinemas, okay, um, dulu ada lebih daripada 30 uh, cinema di Phnom Penh, uh, in Phnom Penh are closed and have been turned into restaurants, hotels and snooker halls. Only very few films, most of them cheap horror flicks, are being produced today. Okay, today being, again, I think about 4 or 5 years ago, but still... I think we can contextualize that dalam um, more contemporary settings, right? So I think in 2014, a lot of the same issues remain, okay? We, they have more cinemas than before, but limited distribution means limited space for uh, Cambodian films to be produced. And yeah, so does that... Um, do we, uh, Usually a lot of people talk about um, limitations menjadi satu... Uh, cara di mana orang menja- mendapat lebih banyak inspirasi untuk menyebutkan filem atau menyampaikan se- sebuah cerita. Uh, for you, dalam konteks ini, um, uh, just based on your, of course, you you don't know Cambodia all that well, neither do I, but is this um, the reason why not that many 
films are being produced or is it the reason why so many horror films are produced i mean i don't know of any other franchise yang ada macam the snake king's child wife the wife part 2 grandchild and all this kind of stuff so what what do you think bro We are horrible people. He was so nice oh. and so kind to us, but we are like oh bad God. shits. We okay, okay, okay. Because he have a, a, a command name, so it's hard for us to remember his name. Uh, Sotia, no. Me, I can't remember. Ritia. I remember Ritia. I remember Ritia. I can't remember. What the hell is this? Sam. Anyway, <laughs> so, 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 The, the 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 cinema industry, the the the, the film industry in, in, in Cambodia as a whole is is now being slowly uh, emerging after the uh, after the uh, pot pot era. Okay. Mm. So, so 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 they just like uh, even though it's already like uh, many many years ago, I think the they still like lingering from the. Film, if not all horror film that being 
produced for the music market are joint venture with Thai Thai production. Hmm. Well, there you go. Is, that, uh, hmm? Sorry. That, that helps to explain a bit more lah. Bukan sahaja uh, yeah. persamaan yang kita boleh nampak di antara budaya dan agama yes. dan sebagainya, tetapi dari segi dari perspektif business lah. Uh, um, this becomes yeah, a way in which people produce films. Yeah. I think it's a business. Most of the most of the time, it's a business decision. It's a business decision. Uh, why a lot of horror film uh, dominated uh, the local market film industry? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, the the bottom line becomes the bottom line. Um, duit uh-huh. ataupun um, sokongan dari segi kewangan dan sebagainya ini menjadi satu faktor yang penting. Um, sebelum kita bergerak ke negara yang seterusnya um, You mentioned Paul Pot just now right? And of course um, Kita semua uh, Mungkin sedikit sebanyak kita tahu tentang um, Elemen politik Dalam dalam pemikiran orang Cambodia dan sebagainya Mungkin lebih terserlah Dibandingkan dengan negara lain Because you know more specifically There's, there's so much uh, tragic events And, and a lot of um, Painful memories for a lot of people um, Over there I don't know about you, but I'm thinking. Biasanya dalam konteks filem uh, tempatan, there's always a political reading that can be made somewhere. And for me, aku rasa macam to a certain extent there there must be a political element yang kita mungkin tidak faham dari segi perspektif kita lah sebab kita bukan orang Cambodia kan kita tengok filem. Cambodia kita mungkin tidak akan dapat tangkap the political nuances yang mungkin uh, mereka samakan dengan uh, you know uh, their own political events and memories uh, what do you think about that? can we for example read Crocodile Man as Paul Pot or something? Uh, I don't know because I I mean to be uh, to be direct aku tak pernah tengok film-film tu Hmm. Yeah, so maybe there is a uh, some kind of like uh, subliminal political uh, motif in those film, but uh, I, uh, in my opinion, I don't think that they they about the the those political element in their films because you have we have to understand that Cambodia as of today is still very much uh, be controlled and. Uh, Uh, by the military junta, hmm. but they, yeah, Cambodia is still pretty much you know, a communist country. Yeah, even though it's already passable for the rest, so there's still a lot of fighting uh, uh, being caught on in the film. The film. See, I don't think that uh, those, those, this kind of film, this, uh, this commercial film, uh, have those kind of. And I don't think that they want to play with fire. You know. I think all this film is uh, is a is a is a uh, clean cut entertaining horror film. Hmm. I may be wrong, but you know, uh, not I mean, I'm understanding the the political uh, environment in in Cambodia. I don't think that uh, the filmmaker have that much freedom uh, to play around with the political uh, element. That's right. my take on the, <laughs> okay. on the issue. Absolutely. I mean, um, you can't run away from the authority in this regard. Um, but of course, um, film and and uh, seni secara umumnya um, telah banyak digunakan sebagai satu cara di mana uh, kuasa dari atas itu di disubvertkan dengan cara yang agak subtle. So of course, um, uh, we we don't know for sure, right? Having said that. You, you talk about that um, You say that Oh You're right Kita belum tengok lagi Film daripada Cambodia So uh, Dalam konteks I mean, a Horror film lah Daripada Cambodia So dalam konteks ini Mungkin is is a bit Macam uh, Kita perasan sikit lah eh. <laughs> we, we have not seen A Cambodian horror film Tapi here we are Talking about Cambodian horror films Right So we've done our research But we've not watched Any such films I I, I tell you what bro I, I'm just Doing a very quick Google Search of this on on YouTube, <laughs> Google search on YouTube. But having said that, YouTube is owned by Google, then so you know pretty much the same thing. Um, there is a, a film called A Crocodile Man. <laughs> so, 
So mungkin bagi salah satu episod di masa depan, I tell you what, you know, time for us to sit down and and analyze a whole film. Uh-huh. You know, this this could be fun. Um, this could be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy yeah, to find a Cambodian film. Eh? I mean, if it, yeah, I mean, if it's available on on YouTube, why not? Eh? I think we should take the opportunity to watch it. I mean, kita nak cari film-film Cambodia. I mean, you know, you're not going to find any DVD punya shop. Hmm, absolutely. Right. Um, So that's that's that for Cambodia um, perspektif yang berlainan tetapi itulah cara kita uh, bergolek <laughs> that's how we roll um, on this show uh, di mana kita berbicara mengenai hal-hal yang berlainan mengenai filem uh, secara umumnya di dunia ini so we're done in Cambodia bro alright you ready to move on to the next location uh, to the next country because and the reason why I brought up the the political aspect um, of this Of, uh, of Cambodian horror films adalah we're gonna go to Indonesia din, 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 din. Indonesia din, 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 din. Huh. Indonesia um, sebuah negara yeah. yang ramai gila orangnya yeah, apa dia? a country that very close to our heart <laughs> one way or another then, then yeah, to be honest with you even if We are not in the context we are right now. Um, memang daripada asal pun, kau pun uh, keluarga kau daripada ada yang datang daripada Indonesia dan keluarga aku pun ada yang datang daripada Indonesia. You know, um, orang Melayu di Malaysia ni banyak yang um, yeah, we all come from somewhere, right? So, anyways, uh, let's get straight down to to business, right? Let's not get personal matters uh, in the way. Uh, filem-filem horror Indonesia yang agak penting uh, ada beberapa buah filem seperti Kuntilanak Pocong uh, dan Jelangkung okay, Jelangkung dari tahun 2001 uh, merupakan sebuah filem yang agak penting kerana I think that was one of the first uh, Indonesian films of the new Indonesian cinema like, yang yang memberi satu kickstart kepada uh, uh, tanggapan orang ramai terhadap Filem-filem Indonesia, right? Selain daripada itu, ada juga uh, dua filem yang berlainan, pernikahan berdarah, uh, which sounds like the first night, and <laughs> um, if you do things properly, lah, right? Apparently, dan <laughs> dan misteri. Well, nowadays mungkin kurang darah, kot, but we, we don't know. Dan misteri rumah tua, right? Uh, both from the year 1987, okay? Um, Any of these films you have seen, Mr. Muzaffar Shah Hanafi? I watched... Aku dah tengok film Pernikahan Darah dan Misi Rumah Tua. Right. Uh, uh, I think it's... Kalau uh, I think... Uh, dua film ni, Pernikahan Darah dan Misi Rumah Tua adalah... Uh, usaha sama produksi Malaysia dan Indonesia. Hmm. Yeah, if I... I mean, yeah, of course lah kan, because... Indonesian horror film punya punya market. I think uh, from my understanding, dari pemahaman aku, it's uh, it film uh, industry film seram Indonesia ni just went through a revival. If I'm hmm. mistaken, uh, back in the late 90s, permulaannya uh, dia apa selari ya. Parallel dengan uh, the explosion of PCD and DVD. I think it's true that it's a VCD. Hmm. Because prior to that, uh, I think perfilman uh, industry film from Indonesia was facing like a downturn. Lah, I mean, in the period of maybe late 80s up to early mid uh, 90s or late 90s, film from Indonesia was mostly Uh, being categorized as uh, erotic seram punya film lah, so I mean, it always like portray sex more than horror as aspect. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, but prior to that, I think in the 70s and 60s, uh, film seram Malaysia was like, ah, uh, it's like, uh, I think back in the 70s and early 80s, uh, film seram Malaysia was, I think they. they It's like a golden years for for this kind of genre. 
dengan Suzana dengan apa Sundel Bolong ya yeah, a lot of uh, film horror film being made with us and it's uh, very well received it's just that after that there is like a slump in the industry for that uh, horror market segment because yeah. uh, I don't know why uh, but the, the market during that time being dominated by this erotic horror which targeted to male overtake audience hmm. I think and just that uh, during the 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 the, the, uh, the VCD boom hmm. banyak uh, filmmaker filmmaker the aspiring filmmaker uh, menerbitkan film-film seram dan dipasarkan melalui VCD and uh, from this uh, tipping point bermula lah revival film-film and the proper uh, film seram which the theme the concept is you know, is very familiar to us I mean Malaysian especially the Malayus because you know we pretty much have the same culture and we understand you know, the, 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 the story the concept uh, the, the form uh, the, 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 the formula you know we, we, we very much uh, expose uh, we to that so uh, but uh, but the, the idea is uh, film syrup Indonesia uh, is kind of late bloomer hmm. uh, when it comes to the Malaysian show because also the other genre first yang yang dominated the Indonesian market uh, the Indonesian uh, film market in Malaysia it's like a romantic comedy film just that uh, I think in the mid 2005 Barulah Film-film saya Indonesia Mula Mendapat Tempat Di Malaysia Yeah Yeah, yeah I mean Because uh, I think people Yeah I think people Already stop watching Horror in film, Indonesian film horror Selepas Akhirnya All these uh, Joint venture project Between Malaysia and Indonesia Yeah um, Again Benda-benda macam ni It, go, it, it goes through waves lah, right? Uh, there are waves of popularity and then it goes down again and whatnot. <coughs> I think... <coughs> excuse me. Um, aku rasa kita boleh samakan uh, pergerakan minat orang ramai kepada terhadap filem-filem seperti ini um, dengan negara lain jugalah, huh, like I said just now. I, the political aspect though, also something that has to be considered, right? Um, so, sudah tentunya filem daripada tahun um, lebih kurang uh, 19 the mid 60s lah uh, 1966 there about until 1998 semua sedikit sebanyak menggambarkan um, Suharto's new order regime di mana uh, tanggapannya adalah the authority the state the religion and the man okay specifically the man as in the male must restore order okay people who are Uh, dalam uh, keadaan yang lebih tinggi dibandingkan dengan orang lain right um, kerajaan orang kerja di kerajaan uh, orang yang terlibat dalam agama uh, secara lebih profesional dan sebagainya uh, mereka yang sebenarnya harus dianggap sebagai uh, orang yang lelaki harapan dunia lah basically right <laughs> the, the guys who come in they're going to save the freaking day you know what i mean so film-film yang diterbitkan dalam um, konteks politik seperti ini um, biasanya uh, kita nampak bagaimana pada awalnya ada sebuah um, satu situasi yang agak normal uh, satu situasi, situasi yang biasa patu oleh kerana hantu atau atau spirit mana-mana kan okey semua benda tu dah dah berubah sedikit konfliknya adalah again um, man versus uh, spirit sama not but in the end okey the conclusion biasanya selalu harus diselesaikan oleh seperti aku kata tadilah the authority ataupun the state orang agama uh, ulama dan 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 lelaki lah right they are the ones who restore order and the context the hmm? apa dia the, the, the William of Indonesian horror film <laughs> William of Indonesian horror films how about that ladies and gentlemen okay context again um, usually set in a rural area Right. Daerah kampung, kawasan kampung yang biasa menjadi satu lokasi yang penting bagi uh, pergerakan di antara the spiritual world as well as the more modern and man-made world here. Right? Here's a quote from me. 
um, at the risk of sounding like an ego egotistical maniac, um, we did write a review for the film Jelangkung not that long ago. And this is what I wrote about that film, right? Given how a fair number of people have a tendency of believing more than just a little bit in such tales, okay, cerita-cerita hantu dan cerita folk, folk tales and whatnot, the making of films like this becomes a way in which such beliefs are validated to an extent, right? Again, satu tema yang kita nampak bukan saja di Indonesia tetapi di, di dalam negara lain di mana filem horror ni menjadi satu cara untuk memertabatkan lagi sedikit sebanyak sebahagian daripada apa yang kita percaya kerana apa kita percaya itu kita tak nampak kan right dah kepercayaan dalam agama dan dan um, oh ada hantu ni and what not and kita tak nampak biasanya right but filem ni menjadi satu cara yang agak efektif untuk menyebarkan lagi pendapat bahawa okey nombor satu benda-benda ni semua betul but number two we can deal with it right and we can deal with it melalui in um, context Indonesian films biasanya uh, in the new order narrative so to speak uh, melalui orang-orang daripada kerajaan agama dan lelaki so yeah so we see that um, and you're right in saying uh, in talking about the VCD boom as well um, uh, again to just be, just before moving on uh, slightly more um, from the political aspect is the distribution right kita kita cakap tentang filem-filem Cambodia misalnya distribution mereka agak kurang dibandingkan dengan uh, industri di uh, negara lain so because um, you have for example a lot of people able to access filem-filem seperti ini uh, mereka boleh menonton filem-filem tersebut dengan cara yang agak murah dan agak senang okay because VCDs are pretty much everywhere you know what I mean so at least back then even now Uh, kau nak beli DVD pun Fake DVD Cost about one ringgit bro You know So It's Murah gila And It's just It's just How can I say this It's just so easy To get what you want You know what I mean So And this whole thing Happened because of The VCD boom Di mana They have this Unofficial A lot of them are pirated right Unofficial distribution yes. Channel Untuk menyebarkan lagi Pemikiran yang official <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Right? So, um, the distribution channels ni memakan satu peranan yang penting untuk memertabatkan pemikiran tentang hal-hal yang um, kita tak nampak tapi sekarang ni semakin ramai orang percaya sedikit sebanyak kerana peranan yang dimainkan oleh filem-filem seperti inilah. Right? So, the, the political aspect tu mungkin um, satu faktor yang agak penting. Right? As well as religion. And this is a uh, Uh, an interesting development, right? Uh, the contemporary, the more contemporary horror films um, mungkin tidak masukkan sangat aspek-aspek religion, right? And, and I quote this daripada another PhD thesis uh, yang telah diterbitkan oleh uh, Thomas Alexander Charles Baker. Beliau telah menulis thesis beliau mengenai filem Indonesia. The title is A Cultural Economy of the Contemporary Indonesian film industry di mana beliau mengambil satu perspektif yang lebih berdasarkan pada budaya terhadap filem-filem Indonesia zaman sekarang lah. Um, of course this was uh, done in 2011 so I think um, maybe some of the research might not be as updated uh, dengan filem-filem yang yang terbaru sekali tapi again just like the previous references yang kita telah guna ada juga elemen-elemen yang aku rasa kita boleh campak masuk ke dalam konteks sekarang and it still applies, right? And basically, according to him, yeah. contemporary horror have a modern teenage protagonist who does not believe in religion as much. Di mana uh, dalam konteks filem-filem seperti ini, mereka tidak uh, menonjolkan pemikiran berdasarkan agama dan bahawa agama adalah satu cara yang yang paling sure and confirm to for you to overcome um, horror right uh, there was this one part where he interviewed uh, Rizal Mantovani seorang pengarah filem yang uh, I think he made Jelangkung and a few other horror films according to him uh, the quote by Rizal here is I will never mix religion into a horror film because they are different things it is extremely wrong if I put religious elements into horror because if we put them together it is heresy right Now, again, think back to what I said earlier about filem Jerangkung di mana 
um, filem tu menjadi satu cara untuk memertabatkan kepercayaan orang terhadap apa yang mereka tidak boleh nampak. Apa yang aku maksudkan, it doesn't necessarily we, we can take it in such a way that it doesn't necessarily mean to be religious things. Okay, it can just purely be spiritual, and this is a difference um, in the more modern and more contemporary Indonesian films um, of today, lah. According to Thomas Alexander Baker, what do you think about that, Mus? Do you think um, can we truly separate uh, the spiritual and the religious in the context of horror films? Uh, it depends on the culture itself. Uh, it depends on the society itself. Mm-hmm. Macam, contohnya macam kalau kita tengok, kalau kita go back to our earlier discussion about J horror and I horror. J horror slash K horror slash J horror atau Jepun film hantu Jepun dan film hantu uh, Thailand kedua-duanya mempunyai satu penggunaan elemen yang sama which is they are very you know, the, the, the ghosts have a very similar element which is uh, rooted in the Buddhist punya teaching hmm. but the approach is different because in Japan horror they don't have any religion aspect going on between them because that's how Japanese uh, see uh, their their Uh, the, the the supernatural thing because they see it's a supernatural thing that nothing to do with religion. So it, it is stemmed down with the the, the uh, with the tradition and, and, and culture which is in Japan. Hmm. Uh, even though they are but their 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 culture and uh, tradition is a is a very separate entity. Whereas in Thailand, hmm. uh, even though they they are also a Buddhist. But they have a very strong mix or or, fuse, or fusion of uh, religion, which is in this context, uh, uh, Buddhist uh, teaching in the horror film, which is this uh, uh, religion as the savior when mm. it comes to horror film. But in terms of Japan horror, they do, you know they don't see it as the savior. Mm. Uh, and 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 the, in Thai horror, they always this. Religion as always being the uh, mean to end the evil thing, but mm. in, in Japan or it's always ambiguous. So the same thing happens in Indonesia. In Indonesia, Indonesia uh, generally are very rooted or stem down to tradition. Mm. Well, not, I mean, you, you live in Indonesia and, not, and, and you see how Indonesia are very very protective of the uh, tradition and culture because you see like para Minangkabau. They have their own set of tradition and culture. Or also, the, they have what they set of tradition. Yeah, absolutely. Jawa and so on. But and the, and the thing is, when it comes to religion, it doesn't always mix. Agama Islam is a separate entity. Hmm. But and yeah, but culture and tradition uh, is a separate entity. So 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 you know and the and the and when it comes to ghosts. When it comes to uh, horror, uh, the supernatural element in Indonesian culture, from my understanding, it always doesn't mix with religion. You know, it, it, it falls in the category of tradition and culture. Hmm. And because Islam came in Indonesia, uh, because all these folk stories, all this uh, religion, all this folk story, already. Uh, dah bertapak dalam tradisi dan budaya orang Malaysia sebelum kedatangan Islam lagi. But whereas us, Malaysia, uh, it's always you know, comes hand in hand lah. Yeah. So, so Indonesia, they have that that that, that the option where uh, I can make all of all of them that can that can be where I can uh, eliminate the, the 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 religion aspect of it. Still, be accepted, and also I can make or film with uh, religious element still be accepted. So they, 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 so they, you know, they have these two school of thought in terms of horror film, but it's harmoniously, uh, you know, it's harmoniously merged and combined where you can like merge it and separate it. It's not a problem for them. Yeah. But if you play around with the tradition. If you if you want to break, if you want to like um, to 
to mess around with the tradition and culture, uh, that is where the problem is. I mean, you cannot, yeah, it's a taboo for, for them. Yeah. yeah. So, when it comes to, like, Indonesian punya horror film, uh, it's okay. I mean, if you want to show a shaman uh, perform the cleansing ritual or exorcism, it's not a problem for them. Because, you know, they see it as, you know, it's part of our tradition and culture. Even though it's like against the teaching of Islam, but you know, this is our tradition and culture, so it's okay. And so it's an entertainment. So, so, so it's okay for them. It's not a problem for Indonesia, which is very contrast with our, with our, with our Malaysian, yeah, Indonesian same culture, but the, the, the fuse of Islamic teaching and uh, ethics uh, does play a strong role Absolutely, I think um, uh, terutamanya dalam konteks Malaysia di mana kita uh, kita package everything together dalam satu package basically uh, let's say for example, kalau orang Melayu Muslim, you know um, susah untuk um, orang Malaysia faham bahawa Melayu is a race, uh, Islam is a religion it doesn't necessarily have to be the same thing but legally speaking um, even in the constitution itself kan right? um, In Malaysia, if you are Malay, then you are Muslim, and that's it, right? Kalau di Indonesia, kefahaman mereka lebih lain daripada yang lain lah. Pada setelah kalau kita nak compare, nak bandingkan dengan orang Malaysia lah, kerana yeah, you can you can be Melayu, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are Muslim, and this is the the thing that we have to understand. Also, another factor yeah that we have to take into consideration bagi aku adalah. In Malaysia, kita secara sembrono, we just talk about religion freely, openly, and we assume and accept everyone uh, to to understand and and take on board apa yang kita faham sebagai agama dan whatnot. In Indonesia, it's it's not quite that, you know. Um, to say openly, to speak openly about racial things or religious things, sebenarnya, secara umumnya tidak begitu diterima sangat kerana pendapat mereka adalah agama tu sebenarnya sesuatu yang lebih personal it's a more private thing you know it's a belief uh, a relationship if you like yang yang dibina di antara diri kita sendiri dan Tuhan for example so you know why what is it that you want to do to talk about me um, that is something very personal to begin with jadi kefahaman Orang Indonesia dari konteks ni secara umumnya, of course it doesn't apply to you know nearly 300 million people and stuff like that. But secara umumnya, kadang-kadang kalau aku nak sendiri dulu lah nak cakap dengan student aku, um, I would expect for example <coughs> uh, kalau di Malaysia kita boleh dalam dalam kelas aku dekat dekat universiti di Malaysia dulu kita secara lebih terbuka kita boleh berbicara mengenai hal-hal yang berkaitan dengan agama dan race and and what not. Tapi masa aku mengajar dekat uh, Jakarta, it's a bit different to actually encourage people to open up, right, and to talk about um, issues related to race and religion secara uh, secara basic pun sebenarnya. I mean, we're not even talking about um, you know kelas aku mana aku, aku nak kata macam oh kau orang Kristian ya get out of here man. It's absolutely not like that, you know. It's it's more about trying to understand perspektif yang berlainan, right? sebab semua berkaitan dengan discourse dan dan ideologi dan sebagainya and even to do that is quite difficult simply because for so many years people are just not used to talking about such things in more formal context dan especially dalam konteks di mana cikgu mereka ataupun lecturer mereka yang tanya so what do you guys uh, what do Chinese people say about um, the Indonesian natives for example right what is the Chinese perspective yeah so It's it's all different, right? And in that regard, I think this is something that has to be considered as well. Sebab orang Indonesia lain, of course, and and therefore the horror genre for for the Indonesian context pun lain juga lah. Di mana agama, yes, ada memainkan peran yang penting juga. But we should not assume agama sebagai eh, terutama dalam konteks lebih modern ya menurut pada Thomas Baker dan Rizal Mantovani what not we cannot assume that 
agama sahaja boleh menjadi satu cara di mana kita selamatkan diri kita dan keluarga kita dan sebagainya. So, this is, I think, a more political, again, a more politically related element yang kita mungkin kurang faham sebelum ini. And according to Thomas Baker juga, um, daripada tahun 2009, <coughs> once again, horror shifts more towards shifted more towards violence and vengeance and beliau mengkaitkan isu ini sedikit sebanyak dengan the residual political trauma di mana pada tahun 98 ada rusuhan uh, ada a lot of stuff going on here lah right the riots and stuff like that unfortunately and a lot of very bad things happen okay and the people who grew up okay they were younglings right they were the they were the padawans pada zaman itu tapi di penghujung uh, era noughties, right? The, the 2008s and 2009s and whatnot. They are the more established people now, okay? They are the the Jedi Knights, if you like. If not quite the masters, ke apa ke. And they are now creating stuff based a lot on what they understand of um, of themselves and of their history and, and such things. Jadi... Uh, bagi Tom Baker right? Semakin lama semakin pendek nama dia right? Pada awalnya Thomas Alexander Charles Baker Pada tadi aku kata Thomas Baker Sekarang aku dah panggil dia Tom yeah? So uh, <laughs> I want to say TB But um, You know TB has a very different meaning So I probably won't say that um, But Menurut kepada Encik Tom um, Yeah uh, The political aspect cannot be Negated And cannot be shifted aside Right. So, lebih daripada apa yang kita nampak dalam negara Asia yang lain <coughs> um, Jepun, Korea, Thailand dan sebagainya All of those, like I said just now, uh, Cambodia, Cambodia as well All of those have a very strong political context juga yang tidak boleh diabaikan Tetapi, bagi filem horror Indonesia bagi, uh, Dalam pendapat aku, dari perspektif aku You cannot ignore the politics. If you have a better understanding, kefahaman kita tentang um, tentang uh, isu-isu politik di Indonesia dan sebagainya, secara basic pun, aku rasa ia boleh meningkatkan lagi pengalaman kita bila kita me- menonton filem-filem hantu dari Indonesia. That's what I think, and that's what Tom thinks as well. So, yeah, so that's uh, Indonesian horror. Um, very interesting, right? Um, and we've covered most of the ASEAN nations. Uh, we have one more country left, Mr. Muzaffar Shahana. But I tell you what, before we discuss the final country, let's take a short break. Huh? I think I need a drink. Sebab aku, um, we've been talking for the past wow, uh, a number of hours now. So let's take a short break, right? And. We we will get back to you, ladies and gentlemen, right after this. 